0: And it's Katie, and this is Classically Black Podcast. Where we talk all this classical music and being black in the profession. With trap beats playing in the background. Are you excited for school to start today, sister? Well, when you when this episode comes out, it will be the first day of school.
1: Yep, so I guess it's the last episode we're doing. (laughs) Just my tear ducks are quivering. Okay, relax. You don't know what I went through.
0: I don't. <laughs> I'm not even gonna pretend like I did. Mm, no. Ain't no relaxing over here. We're traumatized. We're <laughs> But we're believing God for a better semester. Um For you I am, yes. I'm excited to be less busy. <laughs> I mean, I still have to practice and I have this podcast and I'm teaching. I let go one teaching thing so that it doesn't free up too much, but like, it's too many engagements. Literally too many many offers. Relax. Relax. Too many. You're so annoying. I just, wow. And y'all, I'm just trying to get like Katie in 2019. Okay, regressing in 2019. You opened the door so I went through, but anyway, I'm excited to be (laughs) less busy. I got Uh, y'all pray for me with this medieval music history medieval but whose
1: fault is that that you in medieval music history sister what you mean didn't you decide please respect my privacy (laughs) Uh
0: (laughs) (laughs) please respect my privacy (laughs) at this time but i'm like i so i of course i go to the course the course thing or whatever and i'm like so there's nothing left I'm like, did they even have... Relax. And I'm like, did they even have notes back... They didn't. I don't... It's them little diamond thingies. (gasps) It's gonna be them little diamond thingies. Mm -hmm. Man, and after all that mess I talked about can't Depress, I would do anything to hear magical by him. But now... Well, have fun hearing
1: about stones against cave walls (laughs) and,
0: (laughs) and, and sticks and mud and... Oh, Father God, be with me. Strings, white that hair. <laughs>
1: <laughs> have fun. Shut up. we could rocks rub and rocks together. That's a symphony. <laughs> I'm ready to move on. You have any news this week? Um, So, generic piece of news. The Met Opera announced a new director of music administration. So, you can write to him and tell him to give Katie a job at the Met. Otherwise. Because her... Her future is just bra, bra, so bright. I'm just, my retinas are singeing. People at, who are in the
0: med can play Don Juan without rushing. Meanwhile, oh,
1: you can? Girl, I wish I could too.
0: Man, Melissa be, st- <laughs> Melissa be, st- <laughs> oh, <here we> <laughs> oh shut. Someone misrep class with Melissa.
2: Aww. Oh, well, I don't
0: understand why Eastman is
1: acting like bass players don't have orchestral rep. Why don't we have rep class? okay oh, every All the other strings winning auditions. I being like, I, I held it. I don't know her. Who is Strauss? <laughs> Who is, is Beethoven? <laughs> all right, Be, Mozart. How, How did do we get her? over here? want <laughs> 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 this. That's all I had to say. Was congratulations Matt. yeah exactly my um, dude
0: was like i'm leaving to pursue my freelance career and i was like all right go off then right. i mean if you got it like that right we stepping down from the med i didn't know
1: literally okay that's the theme in this episode because my next story is about um a la violinist. This violinist cute yeah i mean yeah it is but just to be this secure and just to be this popping, right so uh violinist in the LA field his name is Vijay Gupta um I actually met him when I played the dinner store concerto with a couple
0: um, when just- you were at so- so Lois with the LA Phil. We okay, mm. on tour. Like,
1: okay, well, like Carnegie up. Hall debut. Okay, Church in the Hood community outreach <laughs> <that was> concert. <laughs> you're not gonna You're not gonna lie on me on <laughs> Sunday Eve Eve. Shout out
0: to Marco. No no no, we will not be <laughs> we will not be doing he is a Oh, it is Sunday Eve, 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 eve. I'm like, are you <laughs> just say Thursday? <laughs> <laughs> no, but um It was literally
1: just a little, but he was in the org show and I put that super, super nice. He's, um, he just, he won the MacArthur fellowship earlier this year, which literally, it included a $625,000, no,
0: it's no, no strings
1: attached
0: stipend, but that, that fellowship, that's what Aaron Dorkin got Uh and you can't apply for it. You have to be recommended for it. So it's like some weird like Illuminati type junk okay. where they just like seek you out and be like oh, man. like I recommend they,
1: classically black Pockets from the classic because
0: we could do a lot with 625000 like oh, I mean <laughs> Right. I mean. What are we doing? <laughs> but um yeah, you you have to you have to be recommended for it. You can't apply and um, it's it's like the truth, and like you get in installments, but it's still mm-hmm. six
1: hundred thousand, right? like wow. Um, so basically, he's been um, he won his job in the Field in two thousand seven. He was
0: nineteen. <laughs> okay, but also times are different. Two
1: thousand seven is not
0: that
1: long ago. Though. Oh shoot, two thousand seven. Yeah. that's why i was like when he was a it said he was a teenager i was like "Mm." 2007 i was like this wasn't like la Phil in 1956 when you you was like oh you can hold it up not upside down okay (laughs) right okay all the old heads coming for us right comments
0: (laughs) well we had to you had to what (laughs) everyone plays viola well these days okay literally right i'm not even getting into that (laughs) right i'm not even a whole other episode
1: but he um so he won the job when he was 19 years old and he's been there for 11 years and now he's um he's stepping down from his position in the first violin section to grow his organization called street symphony um which has been they they put on concerts for homeless people um and on skid row and and it includes a lot of musicians um from the la Phil are mm. also you know helping him out with this and they're actually moving to their very first office in downtown oh cool um and they're moving from you know because he was operating in his living room and now he's oh shoot you know, i'm just it's so great so like one of the one of the things that he's trying to include that he's going to include is giving skid row musicians um the chance to study for up to a year with professional musicians. Oh, nice. Like, you know, that reminds me of, I don't know if you ever heard of this, that Juilliard graduate. He was a black guy and he was having like mental issues. He Graduated from Juilliard and ended up like on the street. Yeah. I heard about and that. And Jamie Foxx played him in a movie. Yeah. 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 Like that's what, like, there's probably people who are like talented. They yeah. don't have the help that they need. Like, and they're going to mm-hmm. get it through his, through his program. Um, it has, um, it's, it's planning a, an event in mid July, um, where it's going to be a block party and they're going to have different ensembles and it's going to be, uh, held in conjunction with the midnight mission, um, on Skid Row. Um, and he will also be, he's, he's still like in and out of LA field. Like I think he's going on tour with them as yeah. like a guest artist yeah. and, um he's also going to be a guest lecturer in uh at juilliard Mm -hmm. um starting like i think this month and um he's also going to continue teaching class he teaches a class at at colburn but um yeah this is just like absolutely awesome i'm so excited to see what he's going to like how this is going to grow Mm -hmm. and like it's going to take off i mean make art like you said you can't apply for that like you yeah. have to it's, it's gonna
0: take off especially with like the enthusiasm and the drive right. he's had and what he's accomplished thus far right. and now he has like the monetary support right. the macarthur name behind him It's right. just like, la I, Phil behind him. like yeah. i'm
1: sure that, like because some of their musicians are are in the actual thing so like they're supporting him he has this huge names this this publicity like this is going to be
0: huge but oh i'm excited to see where this becomes well. All right, so now we are back. We have a very special guest today. We are here with that viola kid, Drew alexander Force. So
3: <laughs> How y'all doing?
0: How's it going, Drew? Hey, good. I'm <laughs> oh,
3: good. This weather is ridiculous.
0: Listen, because LA. I don't even know what Eastman's going to look like when we get back. It's going to it's be, gonna be under snow literally it doesn't make sense like it snows so much in rochester it snows every day
3: and then there's also nothing to do except drink coffee (laughs) and alcohol don't i to eastman twice like for undergrad and grad and i like visited for grad school and i was like yo i don't know man (laughs) i don't know if i could do this (laughs)
0: there's the genesee river like it's green
3: Oh, oh, that's right. lovely. So, St. Patty's Day, y'all be turning up. Like. Exactly. In the day after, in the Yeah. In the day. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and there's the, um, let's move on.
3: Because
1: <laughs> <laughs> we will go all day
3: if you let what us. A beautiful, beautiful segue. Gotta tell you, it was clutch. <laughs>
0: all right so we have some questions for you we want to get to know you a little bit so why yeah. don't you just tell us about yourself
3: tell me okay it's, it's like a very vague but yeah we, we gotta right, start tell somewhere us about yourself well i like long walks on the beach <laughs> uh the color orange so that's nice I was born in september that's nice. oh, september okay. 29th i'm a libra <gasps> oh,
1: wait, libra what? gang yeah relax oh, yeah, a, <laughs> relax are you october
3: yeah, yeah, yeah october 17th
0: 17th wait Fast. when's your birthday
3: September 29th.
0: What? It's my mom's birthday. No way. Shout out to Ina.
3: Hey, hey mommy. what's good, mama? <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, but anyway, yeah. So uh, I am from Peachtree City, Georgia. Uh, I was born uh, in Atlanta. You know, and then I moved down there when I was one and a half. Uh, It's the land of golf carts. If you want to know about Peachter City, Georgia, just do a quick Google search. We're the city. We're a very unique city. Uh, Hundreds of miles of interlocking golf cart paths that connect neighborhoods, businesses, schools. So from age 12, I was driving to the store to pick up groceries for my mom. Driving by myself. On a golf cart. On a golf just cart. want to clarify. Yeah, okay. driving on a golf cart. Oh, wow. I would take girls on dates on go on a golf cart. Um, I mean
0: if your imagine, man is not, if your man don't have a golf cart, it, what are you right, doing, sweetheart? Right,
3: Look, <laughs> right. if he can't if he's not mobile, you just kick I into mean. the curb. You know what I'm saying? You know what was really cool was uh in the summers, Georgia summers are notoriously unbearable 100 humidity we're talking 99 98 degrees we're talking field work you know mm. on the plantation picking the cotton it's, it's a smooth really, and
0: resounding no for me yeah it's not
3: <laughs> it's not the move but the cool thing about the cool thing about these golf cart pads is that they're they have tree canopies like they're in the woods so they connect golf carts golf courses to neighborhoods so you're driving behind neighborhoods in the shade you take the windshield down and you have the wind hitting your face it feels like it's 70 degrees it feels so good and when the leaves turn in the fall it is some of the most beautiful experiences i've ever had in my life you know so i love that that's how i grew up a very sheltered community they call it the bubble cuz not a lot goes on there you know you grow it's a great place to grow up you know you got really nice families uh, upper middle class many of the parents are uh, the are, are they work for delta delta is like the big yeah, airline like Hartsville jackson yeah. Hartsville jackson's the number is the busiest airport in the world um yeah so that was the kind, that was the kind of upbringing i had and so you know being in that middle class family uh surrounding I had a very different upbringing than a lot of my uh contemporaries uh and so uh I find that you know being an african-american and going into classical music it made sense to me because my family had access for a lot Mm -hmm. of african-american families that is not the case Mm -hmm. um and so that's why you don't see as many black faces on orchestras so access opportunities i
0: mean it's a right
3: (laughs) and and social verification seeing other people that look like you doing it we we like to think that you can be anything you want to be but when you have a child who is just learning about the world perception is everything yeah i think we are like we're always about like you know you could be whatever you can do whatever you want to do uh you know the world is your oyster but in a lot of cases those those people don't see that they they those are just things people say they don't see the proof therefore it's really hard to believe so that's why i think what you guys are doing is so important and I applaud you.
0: Thank you. Thank
3: you. You're welcome.
0: So, you talked about your bubble. You talked about yeah. where you grew up. How did you get into the viola? Wait, wait. Let me make sure. Are you an OG?
3: I'm an OG. Hey,
0: OG, stand hey. up. It's like Love. me, you, hey. and three other people. I <laughs> mean,
3: if Slytherin were the violists, I'd be a pure blood. You know what I'm saying? Listen. Like, hey.
0: We'd be holding it down. Hey,
3: 100%. So real, recognize, real. So real recognize real. Real recognize real. Shut if up, you Dwayne. know, you know. <laughs> if you know, you know. So yeah, uh, twelve years old, started in sixth grade, public school, just like everybody else. Played yep. Hot Cross Buns, lightly roll, Trouble Laments, Pitts, uh, list, Trouble Laments. Oh, that was lit. List. I remember that. Trouble Laments was, was lit. About Trouble Laments.
0: Like, variations. I got you. Listen, yeah. number fifty-seven, Essential oh, Elements. I would mm. never forget Trouble Lament. What a bop.
3: It's no for real. It's <laughs> modal F. You know
0: <laughs> okay, come to my recital. here's your <laughs> man,
3: yeah, so uh, you know I was very motivated, I was very competitive, and I was mostly motivated by trying to get in the advanced orchestra with the hot girls, like that was like. <laughs> The thing get your motivation me. wherever you hey, need. No, if you a dude, I'm telling you, the cute girls are always in the advanced orchestra class. Go practice, bro.
0: Meanwhile, we <laughs> so, were in we yeah. were in low orchestra lit though. Yeah, hey, you <laughs> know
3: y'all have more fun. We I have, will say that y'all low have more, has we, more fun. Low orchestra has more fun for sure because y'all barely even play. Y'all just like <laughs> cut hey, up and class. To clarify,
0: I was in the low orchestra for fun <laughs> on violin because I'm not gonna have people thinking I'm out here. <laughs> but I always had way more fun playing violin in the low orchestra than I had playing viola in the top the
3: same. I mean, yeah, yeah not barely because viola right. school viola being a being a violist in school orchestra is the most depressing thing ever. Mm. It's the most depressing. You literally uh, maybe bass. I can see bass being all right. Just <laughs> no, because I mean, yeah, you're yeah. playing whole notes. At, yeah. And off beats. You whole never notes? have melodies. Never. So I was motivated to Not because I'm a competitive person. I was like, yo, I'm better than quarter notes. Like I can do this. Like put me in coach. So I I was like looking at Suzuki books and things like that. And uh, I eventually started getting better at viola. And then I wanted more. I wanted more than just to waste time in orchestra class every day. And so then I was told about this program of the Atlanta Symphony Orchestra called the Talent Development Program. The TDP, yeah. you you familiar with it? Yeah, yeah, I'm a product of the TDP. So uh, eighth grade, I went to Allstate for the first time, and I met a girl named Chelsea Sharp. Uh, you know Chelsea? I know Chelsea. Chelsea and I go way back. She oh. was a seventh grader. She was concertmaster of the seventh eighth grade, sixth seventh eighth grade uh, All State Orchestra. When what year? Years is 2004. Five, two 2005 so i met her and her dad um uh, shout out to earl sharp he ran back to his car got some information gave it to my mom about this talent development program and so we aud- I auditioned for talent development program i got in and i got a teacher with the asl so that was a big turning point uh and then i just practiced practice practice got into went from the metropolitan youth orchestra freshman year to the Atlanta Symphony Youth Orchestra in 10th grade, 10th nice, through nice. 12th. So that's where I got a lot of my training. Also shout out to Rhonda Respis with the Franklin Pond Chamber Music Orchestra. It was a summer festival of Atlanta Symphony Orchestra musicians that taught chamber music. And it was oh, that so moment cool. that I realized I wanted to be a professional musician. Was I wanted to be a classical chamber musician because... There's nothing better, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, rock it's bands, not. I but string quartets are the OG rock bands, and you cannot beat that repertoire.
0: You got chamber music buff right here. Like yeah. Delaney stands.
3: Look.
1: And I'm fighting for it because you know my instrument is just not really yeah. conventional. I'm I'm fighting for it. Like
3: <laughs> Have you ever played the Vaughn Williams bass? I
1: know you did not just delay. if I hear about this piece one more time.
3: <laughs> it is one it has some of the best viola lines ever. I
1: will never shut up about it. Katie's like it's, nobody. It's, daily. It's
0: It's daily
1: though. (laughs) I love that piece. I want to play it so bad. I've never played it. You never played it?
3: I played it in undergrad. It was a transformative experience. Vaughn Williams is slapped on, man. It's like literally. Brahms. It's like English Brahms. It literally Straight is. Straight up.
1: It's so, mm. <laughs> yeah.
0: All right. It's- Everyone relax. <laughs>
3: Look, okay. You don't yeah, we get need, it. We need, to, we need to back away for a second from the chamber <laughs> music discussion because I will not stop. I will not right.
0: stop. I just don't think you understand. It's been... It's been months. It's been months since she's been talking about this. Piece. Okay, she set up for the Prokofiev. She did the Prokofiev. Yeah.
3: I've never, I've never heard that one. I've never heard that one. So you have to put me on that.
1: It's it's
0: violin, viola,
1: bass, oboe, clarinet. It's it's no. funky. Oh wait, no, I have. Yeah, no, it, I have at okay. the summer festival. I have heard that. yeah I
3: think did I play it. <laughs> It's funky. I man played a movement. It was mm-hmm. such a long time ago. And it was like only for like a couple days. Uh-huh. <laughs> but the, yeah, yeah. I'm going to have to reintroduce myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I usually don't listen to Prokofiev.
1: Yeah, me neither. Oh, it's, tell me more. <laughs>
0: Katie does not like Prokofius. It's uh, chromatic
3: displacement just
0: didn't It's working not working for me. It. I am. You it's did your so best. Literally. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yeah, it's like it's a cello sonata. I just fall asleep. I'm just like, oh, okay. I
0: I might I might give him the first move in the classical symphony.
3: Yeah, no, that's that's Liddy. Maybe it's hard, I mean it though. depends what day what day today. I that was an <laughs> excerpt of mine for the L.A. Chamber Orchestra, and it was hard. I think that's why they cut me.
0: Okay, I'm not going. I'm not going to expose who. Okay, but I
3: i go to eastman so you know who taught the class
0: but she yeah. gave us that excerpt like she's uh. like oh we i forgot to give it to you so you could just do it two weeks i just and then she killed me because she emailed my friend and i like two days before the final like mock audition for mm-hmm. the final she was like so you know you guys have been taking it significantly under tempo and i'm like hey you get whatever's gonna come out of these f holes."
3: look, <laughs> look these string crossings homie the i can't relate you go the sloppier they get Listen, like, i don't know what to tell you honey
1: we literally just have downbeats
3: that hey, whole symphony and
1: that's how you, know why you like it
3: god bless god bless you <laughs>
0: wow i'm <beats>. sweating <sighs> need get back to his question here i don't hey, let's go let's go how do we get okay so, so you, you kind of get a
3: little bit about me you that's said
0: a that you that that the camp you went to was transforming. Was there a specific moment at that camp or was like the entire experience was like, oh no, this is what it.
3: This is it. it was It was a gradual thing. Being with people my age that also were very serious. It was the first time I was surrounded very close proximity rehearsing with people that actually, do we, is this a clean podcast? Clean-ish. Not, okay, yeah, it's we, fine. It's fine. They actually cared. They cared about it. Nah, I mean, it depends. I, mean, I, I follow suit, you know. I'm a sailor, but
0: because when it, no, if you start turning
3: up, uh, yeah, we I turn will... up. Okay, okay. <laughs> and I nah, think they, they just gave a fuck. About okay, it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They didn't know was doing. They practice, like I, right. It's just the small things, and I was like, I was the worst player in the room, and I love that. Exactly. Yeah. I crave it. If you're the best player in the room, you're in the wrong.
1: Exactly. Yeah. That's what my teacher told me before I went to Eastman. Mm -hmm.
3: Yeah. And don't ever arrive. Mm -hmm. I see people every day that arrive. And it's just because they don't have a perception of how far, how deep does the rabbit hole go? Do you know? (laughs) <laughs> Do you know? It can't yeah, You don't know. If you think you good, you don't know how deep this thing goes. Literally,
0: yeah. it's almost off putting yeah. to people, to me. Where people will be like, you know, every once in a while you'll be like, man, that sounded good. Like oh, mm-hmm. I did that. No, but people who like to, stay yeah. in that mindset, like yeah. when you meet people like that, it's scary. It's like, yeah. Oh, that was the okay. cruise ship for me.
3: It was I, what? That was a cruise ship for me. Really? Yeah. The people I worked with on the cruise ship, there was there were two people that were like. That were of the same mindset as me, but the other two were okay with sounding like shit. And I'm like four and a half months of working with people that just didn't even understand or grasp the concept that the way they were playing was incorrect rhythmically. And when you were like, hey, man, can we work through this? No, it was fine. You guys are messing up. That's ridiculous. No, that's you're ridiculous. playing the wrong rhythms. I know because I'm looking at the score, and <laughs> you're doing it wrong. <laughs> if you just—and I don't want telling people they're wrong.
1: However, somebody has to. Like you, we can't. But keep it's the honest. way you say. If you should yeah. understand
3: mean by me saying, it's like, hey, this isn't quite lining up. Can we? Can we do this together? Exactly. There's always Maybe a way. Maybe that's to say a thing. hint that you should analyze because I'm analyzing what I'm doing. I think I'm right, but I'm going to break it down subdivision by subdivision make sure it lines up if it doesn't my bad okay that was me i was sorry i got it now we're good let's move forward but if people don't go into that zone of like introspection and like maybe i'm wrong here let me just take a moment maybe i'm wrong that is that is not an artist sorry right. That's not right
1: I had like um I know a bass player he was playing in Germany mm-hmm. and he was assistant principal and the principal player he, he said it was almost as if he fell out of love with what he was doing because he was not a good bass player anymore and didn't care to get any better and that's like a such a scary mindset you don't even care to improve like
3: <laughs> well I think that's actually okay here's the deal we as musicians we get into this zone of like everybody should be a musician everybody should love it no if you don't want to get better Mm -hmm. that is the moment the moment you're okay and you're done that's the moment you cease to be an artist Mm -hmm. right and that's okay it's okay to put it down and do something else please
0: but do something else and make room for the people who want to be here that's because he was
1: just creating friction within the section it's just you have to be honest with yourself Mm -hmm. with what you actually want to do you know
3: get the fuck out (laughs) Right. So, no, no, if you if you don't want to be about that life, cool. I'm gonna give you a hug. I'm gonna shake your hand, look you in the eye, and say thank you for the experience. Right. And then get the fuck out yeah. so somebody else can come, and we can grow. Together. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Uh, paging every American orchestra ever.
0: <laughs> We're gonna add all of them in the description. All, all y'all music directors, you heard it here first. Yeah, yeah.
3: no, put me in, coach. I want work harder than listen. Anybody look Look at me
2: I'm hungry I gotta pay my bills <laughs> okay
1: <laughs> uh, so what are some of the things that you changed like personally in your life when you decided to uh, pursue music
3: Um, I stopped prioritizing what people thought about what I did so
0: that's a word right there no
3: no for real because like <laughs> orc dorks were a thing and but I was like if I'm gonna be an orc dork at least I'm gonna do my best to be Liddy. You know what I mean? Like, let's I'm just define lady. Let's just go all the, define lady. So I said, oh. trifling. Oh no, it's all good. <laughs> no, we up going. in here. No, like, <laughs> for real. Because like people don't. They look at me and they say I'm a musician, and the first thing they ask is, "Are you a rapper?" And I'm like, now I say yes. Right. Uh, do you play sax? Are you are you singer?
0: singer. I get a lot. <laughs> Same, I get singer yeah. a lot but that's another conversation and that's another yeah, episode.
3: That, cause, cause every because every African American female is a church gospel singer.
0: And there's nothing wrong with being no. a vocalist. Mm-hmm. However, don't assume that I'm a vocalist just because I go to a conservatory and I'm black. Like, yes. I, it's so tired. Well,
3: that just means we have work to do because how many mm-hmm. African American artists are classically trained? Think about it. Mm-hmm. How many? very few so yeah. it's not it's a perception thing mm-hmm. like we just, we just got to change it. we got to inspire more people to do it and it'll fix itself mm-hmm. but we have to tell people it's okay right it's okay to do it. the water fine come on Exactly. we <laughs> exist here because he, here's the deal human our human nature we want to conform we want to be around people that look like us that have the same background we want to resonate with them but if 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 the people that we wanna resonate with aren't doing a particular activity, we by and large don't find that appealing because mm-hmm. we want to fit in. But if we like show perception like, no, black people are not monolithic. We do a lot of dope shit in a and lot of different everything. ways. We do everything. <laughs> and the internet, God bless the internet, it, it allows us to find each other. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. and then group together and clump. And then when you have, see a group of black people playing brahms it's like oh wait that's kind of fire hold on i'm gonna give it a chance let me listen oh they're good it's
2: Man, could, I could i do that
3: could i do can my son do that can my daughter do that right is that a way out the hood is that is that a way to get you know yeah. the, a sustainable lifestyle you know that isn't a basketball or a microphone right
1: you know? Yeah, because don't even get me started on the perception Especially, cause I'm a bass player. I don't play jazz at all. You
3: should though. <laughs> Everybody should. I that, but I've
0: tried it. I've tried it. It's just it, not for me. It's literally a lost cause. Like I took an entire semester on improvisation. Oh, but I, you. I don't, but just, you. That's not
3: how you learn jazz. But listen, Drew,
0: not you you're not jazz. listening. It's just not. I need I music. Disagree. I disagree.
3: I disagree. I think every musician, <laughs> at the core, you evolve into a jazz musician. Because mm-hmm. what is a jazz musician? A free thinking, composing on the spot, I think is the pinnacle because, like, when you know your scales, every single scale in every single mode, and you have that language in your fingers, it makes you a better classical musician. I'm sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. for
0: sure. Have you
3: heard a jazz musician play classical? It's dumb. They play everything in tune because all they do is practice scales. I think classical musicians are among the only musicians that just don't sit and practice scales for hours. Wait,
0: oh, hold day. on. I do hour scales before I want up.
3: No, I know, but, but but the majority, like, let's be real. I didn't. I've only started practicing scales for the first time since high school.
0: Wait, I mean, wait. You just now started practicing. Started
3: scale? again. I practice. Yeah, trying to get into college. I practice, but I didn't practice scales in college. Really? No,
0: Mr. Taylor be down my neck. No, good, <laughs> good. But that's
3: not something my teachers prioritized. Yeah. It was like Taylor's like how do you... lesson you, it like was scales. technique. It was this. Yeah. And scales were the tool that they just trusted you did. But I mean, if I didn't have to, I didn't they didn't make us play scales in studio class. So I didn't do it. You know? I didn't see the value. Nobody sat me down and was like, if you want to do other genres, scales are the only way you're gonna be able to do it. Mm. Nobody told me that because i didn't to play classical music i just got to read the notes i'm a drone i'm a robot you put a sheet of music in front of me i'm going to play it that's it
0: that's an interesting mindset because like a lot of this discussion we have in our studio is like like you'd be like okay i'm going to play this the second suite or whatever mm-hmm. so much as taylor be like well have you been doing D minor? Mm-hmm. Have you been doing A minor? Like, he literally nah. won't hear anything until sorry, he hears like scales, arpeggios, thirds, sixths. He will not. Yeah. So yeah. it's just different. It's like interesting. I'm not like judging. I'm just saying it's, it's interesting to hear that perspective. Mm-hmm. Also, my fingers literally feel like plastic if I don't start with like, scales. Well.
3: I mean, I'm not, I didn't mean, I guess I, I, was I not, I'm not like, I'm not mean like, no, no. no. <laughs> I just, just my perspective is like yeah. the value of scales. Is still underestimated.
0: No, for uh, and nobody absolutely. Nobody sat me
3: down and told me why. Mm-hmm. Nobody sat, because like if somebody would have literally sat me down and said, okay, so here's Miles Davis. And this is a piece in D sharp. And he's all he's doing, this beautiful solo that you're listening to that sounds simple, but is really jazzy and complex. He's just playing the sharp 11 on every chord change. That's it. You, you know, yeah, like but, but in this mode, the sharp me. 11 of the mixolydian, <laughs> G mixolydian or whatever. Look. Ooh, if you but see that's really knowing scales. That's really knowing. 20,
0: I'm talking about 20, the 24. Oh, <laughs> look, but see, I'm, I'm listening
3: I'm listening to just even Bach the D minor. He's building all these chords on sevenths. They're seventh chords. That
2: is true. They're
3: not triads. Yeah. And in in our you know, classical Common practice era education, we only triads are is the extent of the theory we get. Jazz theories is what, what really influenced people like Ravel and Debussy, whole tone scales, the octatonic scales with Tchaikovsky, and and yeah. it's just there's so much more. Yeah, for sure. So right.
0: okay, I'm
3: saw, done. I'm done. You saw
1: what happened to my jury when I stopped practicing my skills. You you saw that. <laughs> I, so I have
3: no comment. But I did fine without scales forever. But I feel like. Scales are making me a better player. I just have more access to tools at a, any given moment. Okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. So why that viola kid? How'd you come up with it? Um, mm. How'd you brand yourself? Tell us
3: about that. It didn't start as a brand. So what I, I think stuff evolves into a brand. If you stay consistent, consistency creates consistency. A brand. consistency. So I, I was in high school and I did a, uh, I did a talent show, and I won it in junior year. So a lot of the younger kids, they knew me. They they didn't know who I was. They just saw me in talent show or heard about me, and I like played the viola. It wasn't like the violin. So like uh, around school, like right after the talent show, people were like, "Hey, you're like that viola kid, right? That guy who played viola." Right? I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." And so when I was in, I was in college. Uh, I was a freshman in college and I was bored out of my mind and kids in my uh, dorm, Plunkett Hall, shout out to Plunkett Hall. You musty ass. <laughs> Leakin ass. Freshman dorm. Anyway, at Mercy University. But uh, I, uh, they were all playing this game called League of Legends. and So I had to make a gamer tag for that. I was like, hmm, what should it be? And so I used to watch a show called Attack on the Show. It was on an old channel called G3, which is like for video what? gamers and oh, stuff okay. like that. And there was, they used to have this segment called Gadget Prawn, which is just pretty much gadget porn, tech porn or whatever, like the new phones that were coming out. And I was, I used to watch it all the time. And the guy they used to c- bring in for the segment was this guy named Chris Gore. And his Twitter handle was that Chris Gore. And I was like, that's actually kind of dope. What if I, So I play Viola and my friend had a gamer tag called some random kid. They used to play Halo with, so I was like, huh, what if I was like that viola kid? Oh, and that's what people used to t- call me back in high school. Okay, that viola kid, done. 2009, done. Locked it out, made the email, yada, yada, yada. And then it just—I was just Davio kid in League of Legends for like four years. And then my senior year of college, I was like, "What am I gonna name my Instagram?" Because these cute girls are like, "Hey, do you have Instagram? <laughs> do you take pictures? I wanna And I was like, "Oh, I just got a smartphone. Let me just download Instagram so I can talk to these ladies." And what? What am I gonna name it? Davio kid, and I just kind of stuck with it. And then the rest is history. I just kind of, I became aware of a guy named Gary Vaynerchuk. I started reading some of his books and I was like, oh snap, he's right. If I want to have a career uh, where I play chamber music or I play solo, or even if I do orchestra, people are going to need to know who I am. You know, how do I do that? I give value. Okay. Let me just figure out how, what do I have that people need? Okay make some videos, make, make, take some photos I'm gonna like share some tips while I'm going through school uh, I'm gonna document my audition to go to Juilliard okay let me do that and so it kind of snowballed and then uh, eventually it became what it is now and yeah. I don't even know what it is yet <laughs> i still figuring it <laughs> out
1: <laughs> so tell us about life after grad school like what's the day mm-hmm. in the life of that viola kid <laughs> <laughs> Triggered. <laughs> I, and no, actually,
3: this past year, I've been like battling depression. I think there's like a a post school depression that sets in, and I've been talking to a lot of my friends who are all going through it. Because when you're in school, you're around a lot of talented people, you're around a lot of driven people, and you're playing incredible music. When you leave school, you go and you play in the subway. Or you go and you play some background gig at a cocktail party with players that haven't practiced in years. Or you go play a fashion show with players, oops, who don't, (laughs) excuse me, uh, who don't care like you do. And then you find yourself consistently among the best in the room. And then it's like, Is this all there is to it? Is it all these people, they hate what they do. They hate play. All I'm doing is playing whole notes. Yes, I'm getting paid, but I'm playing whole notes behind Josh Groban, man. What? Mm -hmm. I didn't. I could have done this with a high school diploma. Like, what is what is the seventy seven thousand dollars worth of student debt? Let's
0: not talk about student debt. (laughs) So it's all these different things.
3: All of my friends are getting married or having children or in whatever order. (laughs) They're buying houses. So, and I'm sitting here practicing scales in my room, wondering if I can pay rent next month. So, and the thing, the social media thing doesn't make money for me yet. So, I feel like I wasted all this time and now I got these bills looking at me. It's like, how do I? make this a living and so it just becomes overwhelming so that's what the past year has been just a bunch of overwhelming uh diffuse lacking structure just unsure of what to do i have so much to do but what do i do first what is going to be the right direction is there such thing so it's been a very philosophical diatribe of just like bruh. (laughs) (laughs)
0: but I had a VL teacher one time tell me like literally the best piece of advice I've ever gotten Uh which is the plan is that there's no plan so you kind of just float through and and work hard it's scary but it's also like reassuring it's like I don't know what's going to happen but I know I'm working hard and Mm. something is going to click someday as long as I keep working
3: the best decision is the decision itself
0: Mm. I missed
3: that one. The best decision is decision itself. Oh. This is the decision. Just when you make the decision, that's the best one. And yeah. then it'll take you where you need to go. And maybe it's a dead end. But then, oh, I have a million other decisions that I can make.
2: Yeah. Let's
3: do that one. This one didn't work. That's okay. I got something from it. I learned. Okay. and And that's why I think hip hop is so dope. Because I have so many things and experiences that I want to talk about as an adult male Mm -hmm. and I started this as a young adult I started this when I was 23 Mm -hmm. and I was I'm still I was still a kid but I really now feel like Mm -hmm. a full-fledged adult for the first time in my life and so I have adult things I want to talk to people but I've cultivated this audience that tends to be younger so I'm trying to figure out how can I tell my story in an unfiltered raw way uh that people resonate with but also the people that have followed me that are growing up with me yeah. can resonate with. And I just don't feel comfortable, you know, on my Instagram, putting all my personal life out there. Yeah.
0: feel you on that. Mm-hmm. Um,
3: but on a track, I think it's just different.
0: So tell us more about, tell us more about your hip hop, how you got into that. <laughs> oh man. I've always
3: loved hip hop. <laughs> I've always loved hip hop. Uh, I didn't understand it for the longest time. And so I only liked certain types of hip hop. Um, I grew up listening to Outkast, Black Eyed Peas. Those were like the two groups that I really... And we're not talking like Monkey Business, Black Eyed Peas. We're talking Elefunk, Like, dirty. (laughs) Dirty Black Eyed Peas. That first album when Fergie really was singing her ass off. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Uh, And Andre 3000 and Big Boy, Outkast. You know, Bombs Over Baghdad, Miss Jackson, (laughs) the love below speaker box like we're talking those those are the sorts of things that i grew up with and so but i never i used to love to rap along to it but like i was a classical musician and i didn't really grow up with black friends and i didn't understand hood rap i didn't understand gangster rap and so i kind of put that on the shelf but then i started when i was in high school i started listening like lo-fi and like old school we're talking like I was listening to like Tupac and Biggie for a little bit, that boom <laughs> bap, the golden age of hip hop, but still just Pandora, nothing crazy, yeah. just just dabbling. And then when I was on this, sh- when I was in college, I became aware of Childish Gambino, mm-hmm. and like I would say, he's the catalyst for me wanting to be a rapper because he was rapping about literally the things that were going in my brain,
0: right. Atlanta
3: stone mountain he was yeah. born in Atlanta I was born in Atlanta he's rapping about uh not feeling like he belongs to a black community yes. like people ostracize him mm-hmm. and I'm like oh my god that's me uh he's rapping about like an Asian girls oh my god I like Asian girls too so it's <laughs> like there's so much and also just like this this feeling of trying to be something more oh sizzle says I guess we cook it but uh but anyway yeah so it it was it was that desire to he he made it okay i realized that it was okay Mm -hmm. from him and it did it took me almost losing my mind on the ship with the frustration day in and day out three shows a night six nights a week with people that could not get along so, I my outlet was listening to hip hop. It was listening. I actually, for the first time, was listening to the words they were saying. I just like the beats, you know, because yeah. I like the beats. Yeah. yeah. But I listened to what they were saying and I was like, holy shit. There's <laughs> so much more to this. Yeah. You know, and then I was like, oh my God. Okay. This is it. This is where I can make authentically my music.
1: That's awesome. (laughs) Thank you so much. Because I'm hearing like all these different things. Like I used to, even though I was in sixth grade, what was I doing? I used to listen to a lot of Childish Gambino. Mm -hmm. And so like all of the, just like all the things that you're talking about, especially gangster rap too. Yeah. Because I'm from here. I'm from Inglewood. Okay. So like all of the, yeah, all the LA references, like Tupac, (laughs) NWA, like. Yeah. Right. Oh, I
3: love NWA.
1: Oh my goodness. Yeah.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. They're becoming culturally culturally relevant again with police brutality, yeah. so uh, that's really fun. And and the the, the essence of gangster rap and the fact that it was reporting what was going on in the inner cities, yeah. and the fact that they were reporting it to middle class white America for the first time. Yeah, drugs, violence, police brutality like that was really cool. Yeah, they were really speaking straight to an audience without the middleman, and I'm all about cutting out the middleman. Cause the middleman could tell you no,
1: right? Yeah, but they were good. not taking yeah. no for an answer. And yeah, it was like we don't,
3: we don't we care, we don't care. <laughs> like, I'm Y'all gonna can st- stay mad. Exactly. Um, I throw it on a track and I hope you get the spirit. Cause I don't wanna be alone. I don't wanna be alone. I don't, I don't wanna, wanna be, be alone. alone.
1: Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that used to be my shit. Oh, that
3: EP. <laughs> that EP is. Hard for pitchfork, soft for oh, Rockefeller. Music was well, my side chick, but now we're moving in together.
1: You know. Meanwhile, I was twelve singing that. What was I? <laughs> yeah, freaks and geeks. You know
3: that that was that was really transformative because this guy didn't dress hood. He wasn't hood. He right. Was just the dude.
1: Right. Exactly. Who happened to be black? I don't know if you've ever heard the last. Have you heard the last? The last. By Childish Camp, you know?
3: What is the what is it's that from? Super. What is it from?
1: I don't know. It, for, it came out in like 2010. Like 2010.
3: Is it which it was it from Sick Boy, Poindexter, uh, Royalty, Kauai, Stone Mountain.
1: I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> because okay, like, look for it. I stopped listening to music like recent music in like 2011. <laughs> like, really? Yeah. It's weird
3: to me. <laughs> How do you survive? Because
1: my my like genre music that speaks to me outside of classical music is like. Like a uh, Motown, old school R and I like a lot of Stevie Wonder. I listen mm-hmm. to a lot of like Jackson Five, okay. Temptations, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like good just, stuff. Yeah, stuff that like my mom would have been like listening to when she was my age or For something. Sure. Because just because like what she played in the car. Mm-hmm. So like yeah, I don't too. know. Like after after like early two thousands R and B, like Confessions and like all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. I just sort of fell off mm-hmm. and kept listening backwards Back. instead yeah. of like.
3: That's great. You need to tell me some good soul records that I need to chop oh, up. Oh, absolutely. Sample. Like yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, we need to have that conversation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Tell me, listen to this album. Okay. go right, Cool. Yeah, <laughs> let me chop it up. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, I, I resonate with that because, like, being in school, you both are in school still. Mm-hmm, yeah. yeah. So when you're in school, I didn't listen to a lot of music when I was in school because it was my life right i'm so, so happy that. you said that i literally
0: yeah. like said that i always feel weird for saying that but i actually didn't stop feeling weird until i i was watching a documentary of a, of a ballet dancer she's a mm-hmm. Brazilian ballet dancer um and she said like once i leave the studio i don't think about ballet and no. i was like yeah. i thought i was weird for i don't no. listen to as much music as i probably should just because i playing viola all day yeah and i
3: sometimes i just want to sit in silence percent. i just million want to percent. sit in silence life is about balance
0: <laughs>
3: life is about balance how are you gonna if you're obsessed with something you fill your life with it i feel like people who do they're the exception not the rule the people who are like all i do is listen to classical music and i practice eight hours a day and i'm Okay, cool, bruh. Mm-hmm. Like, good
1: luck. Are you okay? Are you, are, are you good? Are you good though? No, and you some people are like what that. we doing?
3: <laughs> I mean balance because the more time I spend away from music, the more I love it. Because when I do spend time with music, I'm one hundred percent plugged in. Mm-hmm. And it has every fiber, every cell, every mitochondrial. Come on, adenosine mitochondria. triphosphate is are going you, towards you wasn't <laughs> us. <laughs> I
0: had your mitochondria. Yeah, mitochondrial <laughs>
3: Adenosine triphosphate is going towards every Lots motochrome of, of energy.
1: How that oh. bi- biology kid, look, <laughs> that science kid.
3: Look, try, I, w- I wanted to be Neil deGrasse Tyson for a little while. <laughs> right.
0: Oh yeah, I forgot. <laughs> yeah,
3: I'm a nerd, man. <laughs> I don't have friends.
0: Listen, there's nothing wrong with that. Hey, just, that was a lot look, of words for me. Look,
3: <laughs> I'm trying to be more creative because that helps with writing. Like if I can just drop. A random science term and it's just it rhymes with something, you you just win, right? Right. (laughs) (laughs) You just win.
0: While rappers rap, they rhyme the same words, yeah. Like, like, you cannot rap.
3: I ain't got no patience because I'm not a doctor. Okay, how many times I've heard that Mac Miller used that one? Uh, that did you ever see that video where uh, Eminem was with Royce to Five Nine and he was like, okay, these are the things you cannot relate anymore. If you are a doctor, you can't run out of patience. That is done. That is cliche. (laughs) That is whack. I am telling you right now. Like he like (laughs) different things you can't rhyme anymore. It was funny. It was a funny little (laughs) video. Uh but anyway, yeah. Gotta be creative. Think about it differently. You
1: know? So uh tell us about your experience being black in classical music and Mm -hmm. any adversity that you've encountered.
3: Uh I really haven't received much adversity because i think in actually i think out of everything i can do in my entire life being black makes this classical music thing a little easier actually because we're so rare and mm. people do <laughs> diversity is that. the buzzword of the 21st century right yeah so like if i come to if i come somewhere just prepared as my wider asian counterparts people are way more hype about it than if I were white or, or Asian because okay. they're like, Oh, this guy, but that, <laughs> so I have that advantage. Right. And I, I love that because mm-hmm. most of the time as an African American, I don't have an advantage. If anything, I could die at a traffic stop any day. Right. So I I will take the W's where I can pick them up. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, will i refuse to let the color of my skin something i cannot control uh create a ceiling in my life but that is only because i had a parent and had upbringing i had family that made that a reality and made sure that i knew that Mm -hmm. but a lot of people they're in this rat race they don't have somebody literally telling them this is not your life this is not your destiny
2: Exactly.
1: Right? So, but
3: so that that does it doesn't bother me. mm -hmm. I love being black. I love being a black man in classical music.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Because I definitely feel that way now, like that, you know. There's nowhere to go but up, mm-hmm. but like especially when I was starting out, like being from yeah. Inglewood, people, what, yeah. what is that that mm-hmm. you're carrying, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. um, or mm-hmm. even like, like my my bass teacher that I had, um, in middle school and high school was literally like he charged me less than half of what he charges other students because I simply could not afford mm-hmm. to study with him, like, mm-hmm. and if it wasn't for that, like people taking chances on me, like that's sort of how I got to where I am today. Ditto. Right. Yeah.
0: Exactly. So I had
3: access, but also had a lot of people looking out for
0: me. Yeah, absolutely. Me like I literally like, teachers who did not take a chance. I just don't know how I would have yeah. gotten this far. Yeah. yeah.
3: And I really think about that a lot. Yeah. And yeah. that's why I made my social media cuz I wanted to be the big brother that a lot of people didn't have. The big brother in class yeah. of music that I wish I would have. Yeah, you're doing that. Give me. St- I I I want to do more. I know I need to do more. And I'm figuring out how to do it in the best way I can okay. because you're not alone. If you're listening to this, you're not alone.
2: Yeah.
1: So, um, tell us a little bit about how you balance your creative life and your personal life these
0: days. Uh,
3: very easily. <laughs> I okay. don't have a personal life.
0: Here you go. I knew you were going to say, <laughs> that what said? yeah, command was like, well, it's easy. Cause <laughs> I don't have a
3: personal life and that's okay. Uh, I'm looking to build it but I find that it's funny the older you get and the more quote 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 50 million air quotes in the air success you get the less genuine people tend to be you be, you then become more of a commodity that people want to know but don't care about.
0: That's what Drake was saying.
3: That's Look, funny. Drake's songs that's have been resonating said. with me so much recently. No new friends, right? Listen, no that's what new Drake friends, talk about. He's talking
0: about people
3: start acting funny. They start acting fun. Yo, it's switching up. They're switching up because they see dollar signs when they see you or they see follower with follower account when they see you. You know, see a person. They see a blue check mark. And then it then it becomes an issue of like if I meet a girl. I created a secret Instagram account. Good luck finding it. Um, well, <laughs> it has my it has my face on it, so it has my face on it. So there is only so much you can do. But okay, Google search. Um, but, but that's why I made it because I want to. Sh- I want people to see that when they meet me instead of yeah the other thing. Because if I I found that girls wouldn't pay, give me the time of day, but then they would Google me. And then they'd be
1: like, "Hey, what's what? Wow, the audacity!" <laughs> yeah.
3: And they think I don't see it. So yeah. when people pop up and pop up out of nowhere uh, after a long time, like it's been happening a lot, I like it's hard. It, that feels really bad. It's like if I had not. Busting my ass and tried to be make something of myself, you wouldn't give a damn about me. But now that y'all,
1: let's get some lunch. Let's, let's get, people, get some people. coffee. Like, yeah,
3: I would love to pick your brain about like, uh, yeah, w- weren't you making fun of me about when oh, people you're from the hashtag kid oh, oh, journey to Julia, journey to the bathroom, journey to wow class? Wow. Yeah, I had people making fun of me. That's the first
0: well, people from we, high school into your DMs. I'd be like, oh, yeah. Oh, oh got people from
3: New York who wouldn't put me on, but are like, hey, we got a project. Uh, will you, would you like to uh, promote
0: nah, it? No, man, we good. I'm like,
3: <laughs> I'm like what's your budget? <laughs> right. Your I
0: budget? mean, can you afford me? Can you afford? I, because- no, it's <laughs> conform-
3: For a 24 hour post, that's 150 bucks. Just drop it.
0: Listen, nice. I mean, what are we yeah. talking about? <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah. Or Or do you have some contacts? Can, can we make this a quid pro quo? <laughs> you know, let, let's both benefit. Because that's the thing. It's like a lot of people, they realize, oh, they don't realize that if you want value, you have to give value. Think about it. This is advice for anybody out they're trying to do something and wants to collaborate with somebody who has worked hard and has an audience. Figure out what they need. Is there something that they don't do very well or something that they can't, they don't have time for? Offer to make their life easier for free in exchange for the favor that you're wanting. So if you want to come at me and you want to be like, hey, uh, let's work. I'm like, okay. okay what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> no, like, do you want to come at me like, hey, I see you haven't been like, you've been making a lot of content, but you haven't been producing a lot recently is it an editing problem do you need somebody to chop up some content that you have existing already do you need somebody to help update your website it's your website you got some stuff that's from like last year that you haven't fixed like i would love to do that for free you know like i got you like let let me help you build this and then in exchange like maybe you could teach me how to edit or maybe you could teach me how to do this social media thing maybe you could teach me how to edit photos i could do it for you you know, I can make your life a little easier, and I think that's the way with anybody to approach him. That's much better. That's how you get your DMs open.
2: So, <laughs>
3: but I open all my DMs. So, unless you're just asking, then I'm just like, oh, I'll get
0: back to it later. I'll get back to it
3: later. <laughs> okay, so
0: you talked a little bit about advice. You have yes. any advice for, and we can we can group this together. People who desire to become creatives. So mm-hmm. that's the first part, mm-hmm. and then also. People who are considering a career in music, there, mm-hmm. it's audition season coming up. Mm-hmm. You're going to audition for conservatory, or not even conservatory. You're going to audition mm-hmm. for music school. What advice do you have for creatives and yeah. potential music students?
3: Okay, so here we go. Let's let's address the the the, the one and going music first. Do you like music? Could you live your life without doing it? Or is it? Do you like music, or do you like teaching? Do you like performing? Like, figure out. And try everything do you like music admin i heard a story uh uh, uh uh sir uh sir clive gillinson um of i think he's the music director of carnegie hall or he's he's one of the main executives of carnegie hall he used to play with the london symphony orchestra he was a cellist and he was going to do that his whole life but then management kind of fell through and then uh, they just asked somebody from the orchestra to volunteer to be meant to manage that orchestra And he was like, "Mm, you know, it's a little extra money. Let me just try it out. And he did, and he fell in love with music admin. And so he then eventually did music admin and eventually became the director of, like, Carnegie Hall. That's huge. But he would have never done that had he not had the patience and the open-mindedness to try it. So I would say if you want to be a musician, if you want to be a part of music, that's the question. If you want to make money in the realm of music, Cool. If the answer is yes, go to school for music. Then it's what aspect of music because there are so many different aspects. Do you want to be a performer? Then you have to ask yourself, are you willing to put in the work that is required yeah, of a that's performer? The are you willing kicker. to practice three hours a day every day for six months to get your technique are you trying to learn all these different pieces? Mm-hmm. If not, do you hate rehearsal? I hate rehearsal because most of the time it's a waste of time because mm-hmm. people show up and they're not ready. And they also go way too long because like, <laughs> <laughs> and then I have to drive an hour and a half each way. So I, I don't enjoy that, but I love, I love performing and I love the after performance, the connection, the human connection the performance creates, the congregation that it creates, and then the subsequent social aspect. That's what I love. So music festivals, all we do is play music, perform and hang out. That's my thing. Yeah. I love that. That that's and it's the performance. But for you, you know, you may want to be behind the scenes. You may want to be a videographer for music videos, or maybe you want to be an engineer and you want to record classical musicians and make them sound good, right? Mm-hmm. And then amateur on the side, you know, have chamber parties every week at your house and that's how you get it but figure out how you want to get it and then go from there when it comes to creatives um i would say there are two things one thing don't let the pursuit of perfect get in the way of good enough that's something that casey neistat said once in his Hmm. vlog and that really resonated with me Hmm. never let the pursuit of perfect get in the way of good enough So that's one thing. Number two, Gary Vaynerchuk said, I'm just reciting people's stuff. (laughs) It's fine. Don't worry about it. But you should value documentation over creation. Instead of thinking about, let me, oh, how do I make memes? Think about it, come at it from the perspective of how do I document what's going on in my life? If you realize, memes are just social commentary on situations. Situational social commentary. (laughs) Sitcom. Right? (laughs) So all you have to do is like, if you look at your situations like, man, I hate it when people take my rosin and it's destroyed. They just destroy my perfect cake of rosin, right? Make a meme out of it. Find a situation where where, you know, in a video or a TV show where somebody loans something to somebody and they bring it back destroyed. And then put the caption when I loan that feeling when you loan rosin to your friends. And then that's a musical meme. Boom! That's content you created it. Yeah. But you came from the eye. You came from the perspective of documentation. What are you doing a day? Figure out a creative way to tell your story. Right? Don't think about creation. Creation means you start from zero. No, start from seventy five. Seventy five being what your your life is. What's going on in your life, and then tailor that. So that's how you start being creative, and then that starts getting the light going. And the third thing I will say is don't get too fancy and that's from personal experience i think i got a little too fancy with my content what do you mean by like, not to get too fancy it's i got into the whole gear lust i got into like the whole like high quality cinematic yada, yada. but that stuff takes time and so i don't produce content as much as i used to when all i did was 30 seconds filming on my phone and posting but now it's a record with my camera get the levels get the lighting right record then take it off my camera put it in my computer edit it export it then airdrop it to my phone and then think about the narrative so what used to take 45 minutes now takes three hours so wow i can't produce as much until i get a team that can help me do it faster so uh don't get too fancy the best equipment that you have is is the equipment that you have that's the best equipment Right. Your phone is nuts. Do it. okay? And then (laughs) (laughs) and then don't shoot your ideas down before you allow them to develop. That is my biggest issue, especially when it comes to making music and writing. I always I always say, oh, that's garbage. That's garbage. Before I even speak into the (laughs) mic, I'm like, oh, that's garbage. (laughs) That's garbage. That idea is dumb. No, no idea is dumb. An idea is only undeveloped. Mm-hmm. Think about it like that. It's ne- There's no such thing as hard music. It's just unfamiliar music. There's no such thing. You can
0: just keep looking at Drew. You don't have to look as over a a here. a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> there's Mind your just business. an undeveloped <laughs> idea. So those are,
3: those are some things that I live by. And I hope they're helpful.
0: So you want to tell us about any upcoming projects you have? Uh, I'm working on a mixtape. Oh, that hear mixtape!
3: We got a mixtape in here, mix, <gasps> ladies and
0: gentlemen. You know, I love me a good mixtape. Oh yeah, <laughs> no, it's,
3: it's gonna be, it's gonna be a little different. If you listen to my track, uh, Duality, and the sound world that it is, it's. I try to. I, I hope it comes across as an authentic blending of classical music and hip hop, something that is definitely hip hop, but is different, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm going for. Uh, but I find that people make it too that's classical, and therefore it doesn't resonate with hip hop artists. I'm making hip hop for hip hop heads, with the perspective of a Juilliard graduate. So that's nice, that's what nice. I'm going for, and uh, I want it to be autobiographical. I want it to talk about my life and my mental state and my struggles and my aspirations, and to be real, right? Um, and that's going to be the 2019 project. Uh, it's gonna take a while because I'm not good at rapping off the top of my head, and it takes me a while to write things. And
0: and um, that's okay. Yeah, we'll get there. But
3: I'm. But yeah, exactly. And I think I, I wanted. I'm always trying to tell people they can do anything. But what's the point if I don't do it myself? Yeah, I didn't absolutely. come up as a rapper. I'm. I've been <laughs> rapping for six months. Okay. Okay. That's it. So if if I'm like willing to publicly. Be really bad and new at something, you should be okay with it too, because you're gonna learn new stuff all your life. Louis C not Louis C. sorry, excuse me. Bill Burr. You know Bill Burr, comedian?
1: Yeah.
3: yeah. You gotta listen to his Monday morning podcast. He's incredible. He's so funny. He's one of the best comics alive. Uh he's in his fifties and he's just starting to he's getting it he's just working on his helicopter pilot license
0: oh wow, oh, wow. right helicopter is, pilot yes
3: <laughs> which is a whole nother like that's so different this right like
0: so opposite
3: continually learn yeah. be okay yeah. with beginning and starting new and being bad at things it's okay Yeah. it's okay in the social media world we're always like trying to be perfect but that's not that that's boring yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. so um this is Pretty obvious, but tell us where we can find you online. You know?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could find me uh on any platform, Facebook, Twitter. Definitely hit me up on Twitter. I'm trying to get my Twitter up. Like that's that's something. I love Twitter.
0: Money loves Twitter.
3: I don't even yeah. use it. Well no we need to have a conversation. Yeah. I need to figure out how I need to make content for Twitter. But Twitter, Facebook it has to be Instagram. trifling. Oh, I'm not trifling though. <laughs> I'm just I just tell dad jokes. I just okay. tell dad jokes and make okay. memes. Okay, so if you want to see dad jokes and memes, and also BTS that I don't even share on Instagram uh, of my writing process or just random lyrics that pop up in my head, I tweet them out. So at uh, that Viola kid Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Subscribe to me on YouTube, uh, and I got a podcast and a mixtape coming up. So stay tuned.
2: Ooh. <laughs> 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 oh my
1: God. we're moving on
3: yeah yeah
1: well thank you so much for joining us today thank you for Drew. having me thank
3: you for listening to me yell at a microphone for however long it's been like an hour and a half two hours <laughs> it's
0: been like 47 hours 47 hours literally Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so now we're back with our intermission segment. So, just in case you're not familiar, intermission is a time where we do classically related things, but you know, anything can happen. Okay. So. Sounds spicy. <laughs> sounds spicy. <laughs> Classical related. I things. mean, click the link for classically black after dark. Hey, <laughs> just kidding.
3: Like okay. Okay. <laughs> music. Classically black after dark. <laughs> Are you ready? <laughs> <laughs> get that radio voice going
0: (laughs) radio voice on 10 good Mm. for you i'm proud of you thank you (laughs) (laughs) okay so we're gonna play a little activity called the soundtrack of your life Mm -hmm. just to see what's going on um so i'm i have a couple of instances and i want you to give me a piece or a song because Mm -hmm. we know that you're expanding Mm -hmm. we don't want to keep limited to classical music also delaney and i don't only listen to classical music so um so this i'm gonna give you a rundown and then we'll just go one by one so soundtrack of your life a piece that you play when you're happy a piece you play when you feel sad but want to stay in your feelings because sometimes you just want to you just
3: want to feel
0: it li- like and i think it's important to feel oh. yeah. like when you go through something like convincing yourself that you feel better is not always a move That's like it's okay shoving it down and then you spit it out at and, weird times in, <laughs> exactly at like okay you'll lessen <laughs> yeah. Breakdown. down
3: yeah, 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 yeah. it's like you just start crying. Your teacher's like, "What the heck? Yeah. I just said do it again." <laughs> now <laughs> you can't <do> it
0: <laughs> Now your varnish melted. <laughs> yeah, no,
3: I've been there. I've been there. Varnish
0: dripping off your instrument oh, because yeah. mm-hmm. you didn't want to deal with your feelings. Struggling.
3: <laughs>
0: um, a piece that will pick you back up. So you felt mm-hmm. your feelings and you back. Mm-hmm. Give me the ultimate bop. So it's uh, lit, litty fi, litty. Ooh. Listen, can't nobody mm. tell you nothing when can't this tell come me on. Nothing when I'm playing. <laughs> got it, got it, got it, got it. And then finally, it. something that might be a little bit difficult because I am struggling. Is a piece that embodies you. Beautiful. So you are guest. Let's start with you. Give me a piece that you play when you feel happy, or a song, piece or a song.
3: When it feels, I would say Bach Cello Suite Number Six.
0: When you feel happy, when piece I feel you. Happy. When you feel happy,
3: yeah. Yeah. I know. It's there's something about there's something about G major. It's 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 interchangeable. It's either 1 or 6. But there's something so golden and sunny and open and inviting about G major as a key and I've always really felt so at peace or centered whenever I play, even though it's hard or not hard. I'm taking that out of my uh vernacular because it's unfamiliar to mm-hmm. my fingers and my brain and the synapses. Uh, it can be difficult. Uh, however, uh anything worth achieving is is difficult.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
3: So and happiness is never a destination. It's a state of being. Mm-hmm. And it's it's it ebbs and flows. And I think that being okay with that and 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 the way Bach leaves G major and the way he visits other key centers, yeah. it really is indicative of the reality of happiness that it is different shades of happiness, introspective, extroverted, joyous, euphoric and complacence positive complacence I'm about Those to say, are all i was aspects. I was a complacence no, I'm complacent <laughs> because i I think complacence in small doses allows you to also complacence leads to gratitude Mm. and gratitude is something that is underestimated being grateful for a body that functions correctly grateful for an instrument that plays beautifully when i do it correctly (laughs) yeah that's 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 and so bach in g major really does that for me
0: what about you delaney so for
1: me, you're gonna feel some type of way about this, but for of classical symphony to me is a bob, mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> not bob makes you feel. Oh, well, it so, it makes you happy. Yeah, it makes me happy. I just I want you to be happy, sisters. So go for it. <laughs> 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 and
1: I know a lot of people, especially the wind players, are like, you don't understand what we're going through when we're playing this. Mm-hmm.
0: However, I just that piece always puts me in a good mood. I mean. I'm not going to say it's trash. Because, like, the flute player is working. that. So uh, <laughs>
3: I love how she just whipped out that. Because <laughs> she used to. Used to scooby dee hablando- boop You know, know I got just the Scat sc- sc- yeah. yeah. on yeah. them. Scat on them, girl. Listen. That's fine. Bars.
0: <laughs> okay. So I'm about to change the mood. Because, meanwhile, my piece is left field. But mm-hmm. it's not a piece. Okay. Well, it is a piece. Because it was written by <sighs> Migos. Which. Who are. You know. They're momentous they're Mm. big they're iconic (laughs) Versace by the Migos featuring Drake will always get me especially featuring Drake and I I as a true Migos stan Mm. I appreciate Versace because that's when they finally took off Drake found them they're like hey what y'all doing so then he did the the opening of it and like this is a getting
3: just, And you can see how they it's so influence good. Drake and his style. Like that's what yeah. art is. It's collaboration and change. Artists that stay in the game are those that change. Yeah. So if you stay absolutely. the same, people will get bored and you will become irrelevant.
0: And that's why Joe Budden is mad. But that's okay. That's another oh. conversation. Oh, <laughs>
3: Drop the bomb on them. I, we we mm. keep it real on Classic Way. I respect that. I respect <laughs> that perspective.
0: Okay. Give me a piece that you play when you're sad but want to stay in your feelings. Like you, you just gotta sit there.
3: Vieton Capricio That piece goes. It's yeah. sad. It gets dark. But the thing that makes it even darker is that it has moments where it's C minor it has it's basically a piece of music that has two different themes and then a coda mm-hmm. and so you have the beginning theme in e-flat major that or c minor sorry that is so dark and <laughs>
0: what are you okay
3: <laughs> but then uh, then you get to a point where you go all the way down to that open c string and it opens up in the E yeah, flat major, so oh, that soars, piece is, But it goes between C minor and E flat major, and then it ends in the C minor, and it gets even darker, and it escalates out of nowhere. <laughs> there's this but, anger. There's that that comes from nowhere. And then it literally spirals, spirals, spirals to the darkest. 다, 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 다. The, the Neapolitan five. Oh, no. Da Then there's silence. Brum.
0: Yo, if you don't know that piece, get right, get left. Like that look,
3: learn that. That that is a staple.
0: You cannot say violas don't have good like that is like it was written for a viola. That is like
3: and it sits well on the viola. And yeah. I'm gonna tell you y'all, if you practice your A flat major scales, that coda is a breeze. It's a breeze. <laughs> it really is. It's just it's once you know the finger yeah. once you know the hand frames of A flat major and you get up to like what sixth position or whatever, you're good.
0: I'm laughing because I played that for Mr. Taylor. I, I needed I needed it for something, so I played uh-huh. uh, I played that for Mr. Taylor. He was like, "That was an interesting fingering." So we have to hear all the notes, and I was like, <laughs> "Please respect my privacy at this time. <laughs> it's none of your business."
3: It's one of those pieces that you can kind of fake. And you, can, you can
0: you can low key fake that piece mm-hmm. as long as you stay in C minor, sweetheart. <laughs> yes,
3: C and E flat got to be in tune. Delaney,
0: <laughs> uh, so
1: the piece that. I play When I Want to Stay in My Feelings. It's the Badassini Elegy for bass and piano. Hey, bass Um, stand up. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Specifically, I feel like every bass player knows that Joel Corrington's recording is the best. I just feel like people weren't always playing, playing the bass the way they are today. Mm -hmm. And that piece is just so like there had to have been teardrops on his score when he was writing that because how, like, it's just, there's so much, it shows the range of the instrument that people for so long believed it didn't have, like, and it's just, there's so, like, such tender moments. It uses the whole range of the instrument. It's just, it's so beautiful. Like, it's beautiful, but it's also just, like, really heart-wrenching to listen to, which is why I won't be playing it until I have the utmost confidence in myself to just Play it down. I just
3: dis- I disagree. I also it disagree.
0: It what
3: Here, here's the the only way you get better is when you mature into a piece. You should learn it now, get do it the best you can and then leave it. Like just put it down. That's what I did with the Vietong. I like learned it in school. I played it once I put it down and like now, a few years later, I play it and it sounds so much better. It sounds so much better. And it's a calling card for me. Like that's one of those things that I just do. Hennemith, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so bring it. Do it now. Do it now.
1: I just hope that my teachers don't listen to this podcast <laughs> oh, right now. You don't
3: have to play it for your teacher. Nah. Just do it. <laughs> like, do you know Xavier Foley? Uh, yeah. I grew up with Xavier. Okay. The talent development program. One thing that I thought was so dope was that his teacher, Doug Sommer, rest in peace, um, really great man. But he, Xavier was like, hey, I want to play this piece. And Doug Sommer was like, no, nah, I don't think you're ready. So Xavier went home that week and practiced every day for like three hours and came back to the lesson and played it for him. Wow. And Doug was like, okay, let's work on it. No, <laughs> you because know?
1: Because who's telling him that he's
2: not,
3: he's phenomenal? He's just. Look, no, 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 no. <laughs> it wasn't that. It's, his teacher had a plan yeah, and a roadmap, okay. but he took charge of his lessons. Mm-hmm. That's one thing that we, we get a little too subservient as students. No. We got to, if I'm you want to so learn it, it, rise so- to the occasion.
0: They'll be like, "What are we doing today?" I'm like, "You tell me." I'm, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. What are we playing today? Yeah. I'm definitely guilty
1: Take of charge.
3: that. Take, I mean, me too. I w- I'm the best student ever, and I don't have a teacher. I'm, I, I became a better student when I stopped having a teacher because I was like, "Oh, this is what it takes: mm-hmm. initiative." What about you? What about you, Katie? What, what's your, what's your song?
0: Um, so mine is the Adagio from Mahler Five. Absolutely, just. Tell me how me. it goes. Oh uh, shucks! Uh, now, now you it's, it's
3: okay. No, no, no. It's okay. Ah, I, no, I'm going to I because I know it. Oh, but, you um, got it. You got, got it.
0: Second. What do you mean? We? I'm giving <laughs> it in.
3: <laughs>
0: no. I can't. I'm I gonna. As soon as we turn off. the mic off, I'm gonna know how it goes. Okay. It's fine. It's, and fine. I, it's fine. actually Look not it supposed to be a sad thing. It's just yeah. because he actually wrote it as a gift to his wife. Which, if you wrote me that, baby, listen, whatever you want. Who needs a ring? Who
3: needs a ring? Okay. He wrote me. You he wrote, wrote me, me
0: a piece okay. in a symphony. You wrote me that? Classically, Black of the Dark. Yeah.
3: <laughs> like this is forever. They say diamonds forever. Classical symphonic movements are forever. <laughs> if
0: you wrote me that, what's let's, yeah, let's go. Move. Man, I'm mad. I can't remember it. It's Ugh. okay. It's okay. Okay. Um, a piece to pick. Uh, a piece that picks you back up. So we we're in our feelings. What's a piece that's gonna pick you back up? Or a song?
3: Mm, anything by Anderson Park. Anything by Anderson Park. Like yes, loud. No, like his <laughs> his energy is something different. Even if it's like a sad song or if it's like a low key song, everything he makes has this glow to it of just authenticity, warmth, and uh, uh, vulnerability. So I I, th- I think that that's what's so inspiring. You hear in every syllable. The emphasis and the soul behind it, and that just makes me so happy that somebody could be so real mm-hmm. with the music.
0: I'm have to you know, we're gonna be sharing Spotify you not know, to send Sp- me.
3: oh girl Malibu, <laughs> Oxnard is another really great his recent album. It's incredible, mm-hmm. but uh, Malibu I think was a real moment mm-hmm. for R and B. He's more of R and B. Uh, he's mm. a rapper, but he's people. more. Early. Yeah, 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 yeah yo people. So, <laughs> I think you would love it. I don't think you would love it. Yeah.
1: So my piece um, is actually "Is Someone You Love" by Stevie Wonder. Um, I've probably said this on the podcast before. Stevie Wonder is my favorite artist mm. of all time. Um, so When Your Love" is also it's a little nostalgic for me because me and my mom like both love it a lot. So like we <laughs> always dance to that song. It's just like, <laughs> it's like it's so groovy like every time i cannot if that song is on i'm not gonna sit still i don't care it doesn't matter where i am like, it's, I got
0: you I'm not going to <laughs> so yeah it's my piece what about you a piece that picks me back up it's a small <clears throat> excuse me like little it's not an aria but whatever it's voce Superte. and it's from Magic Flute but it's like the cutest little thing in the world and it's so happy and it's a
3: low-key a I didn't know the name of it but you know that yeah Mozart, shout out to Mozart. Shout out to Mozart. What is Mozart up to these days? You know, he's decomposing.
0: I mean, with a whole bunch of other people, because we don't know where that body. Did you
3: see that? Did you see that meme that went around the classical music uh, niche? Classic FM shared it. Some other people did. It was like four pictures of a piano where a person was pressing a note. Oh, and it spelled out D E A D. (laughs) And the caption was like, "What is Mozart up to these days?" Dead. Of course. (laughs)
0: Classic FM shared that. I was like...
2: "Uh,
3: I gotta like it at a principle, but damn, is this content now? Man, I gotta work on my memes, man. I gotta work on my memes.
0: Okay, so give me a piece that's the ultimate bop or song. Ultimate Mm. bop, like, of all time. Like, when you hear it, you're lit. Let's go. What is it? Struggling over there. I
3: couldn't. I couldn't. Pick one.
0: Give me two. Uh, I'm gonna give you three. <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> Tchaikovsky Symphony Number Five, Movement One. <laughs> <laughs> and, and when you have a symphony <laughs> that plays that rhythm perfect in the pocket, but a lot of people rush it. But it's like... Ooh,
0: gets me. Rhythmic, and he did the violas really well in that symphony oh, because I yes mean, we start the development. We have, I mean, it's just
3: S- five and six. The viola is like, ba, da hey, you know, it's it's lit. Okay, so that's that's one, that's one. Shosty five last movement. You can't tell me. <laughs> oh, I, I forgot you about you that ba-
0: my with that first
3: look. After. My heart is already beating. I'm like, let's go to war! Like, you know, it's like it's a battle cry. That's it's like, like you
0: about to. That's a turn. I feel like you
3: that is to- a soundtrack for the Blitzkrieg when they rolled through Poland, <laughs> man. 1939.
0: They I look could you could pregame to that. No,
3: <laughs> lit like okay, I, bet. Come on over. we gon', we gonna hit the club, but we're gonna turn up some shosty, <laughs> right? Okay. <laughs> We're going to get in the mood. You, okay. The neighbors wondering, like, where they going? <laughs> and the, la- the last one that I have for Ultimate Bopper, the last movement of the Mendelssohn string quartet, number one, opus 12 in E flat. Because the reason why is it references Beethoven harp quartet in, in a lot of the gestures. But also it has a recapitulation of the first movement in the last movement. And it ends the piece, and it's like you come back home. It is the most satisfying moment in all of music for me. Like, oh wow, hands down. If you don't know the string quartet, listen to it full. He wrote it when he was like sixteen. It was his first string quartet he, did, he ever wrote. We never deserved Mendelssohn. Uh, look, okay, Mendelssohn <laughs> didn't have iPhones. Okay, he had time.
2: Like. <laughs>
3: <laughs> he had time. He got bored, so he's like, you know what? I'm gonna just write a string quartet. I and mean, he did, be and then architect came soon after or before it was the violin the concerto, concerto. Violin not, we don't, we don't yeah I mean <laughs> homie home put in work I think if you gl- if there was if it was possible to glow down that's what he did but <laughs> and no, nothing against him
0: wait hold on did you come for the which piece I just want to show her you didn't come for the violin concerto though
3: no <laughs> oh, no okay. I'm talking about opus 12 man opus 12 string quartet number one okay no, yeah. I think you go down. I'm trying to make sure. Where
0: no, no, did he no, go no, 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 no,
3: no, 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 no. I'm he's talking about peaked. like his symphonic works and stuff. Oh, like just, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's cool. It's like, yeah. it's cool, but it's like, it's elevator music, you know? Yeah. He his string sure. quartets, his chamber music, Opus 80, a banger. Mm. That first movement? F minor? Girl.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm going to do it. You don't have to do all this. This is I, mean, <laughs> this is, I have to stop. This I'm is not. <laughs> <laughs> this is not
3: necessary. What about what about? What I, I, <laughs> I, I, I gotta stop. Man.
1: Well, sang on theme with string quartets, the Greek string quartet sounds like rock and roll to me. Like yeah. it's it's. I, why can't we play music like that? Like I mean, as as bass players, because you know I stay in chamber music, but.
3: Well, just write it. Just arrange
1: it. Yeah, I will commission it. Yeah. when i get some money
0: but <laughs> look
3: yeah. bass players around the world do it for you people yeah
0: yeah,
3: yeah exactly what about your kitty so what about
0: your kitty mine is the souvenir to florence oh Chandler, yeah. go around.
3: A- that
0: first i don't care that's a bop like, of course tchaikovsky
3: that second movement is
0: unreal It's like, what? How did you... You came up with this on your own?
3: That's the thing about Tchaikovsky. Nobody made melodies.
0: No one could turn a melody like like Tchaikovsky. The girls tried and they failed. Yeah,
3: Yeah. Yeah. Brahms got close. Brahms got close. And Brahms is my favorite composer. Is he? Yeah. But Tchaikovsky... Mm. you you just can't there's a reason why laymen know Tchaikovsky's music is because and, yeah. and that we play his music every Christmas is because it was just that ubiquitous and iconic yeah. he's the icon living <laughs> shout out Jaden
0: <laughs> okay I got one more for you Drew all right what's good okay a piece that embodies you and just to be fair like this changes you know like we changes people yeah. so like on today mm-hmm. What shout out to Marco on today? What is that piece?
3: What used to define me was Adagio uh, for Strings by Samuel Barber. That was my life for a little while.
0: I can't. Oh, me too. For
3: for a little while, okay. you know. You you have moments, but right now I think it is duality, like the my debut single. Like uh, I yes. put a lot into it. I'm here that. for it. And there's something about it's hard to have a music that embodies you that doesn't have lyrics because lyrics make things specific. Yeah. You know, sounds and, and, and classical music without words, instrumentals that leaves a lot of room for interpretation, which is why it's incredible, but lyrics get really specific. And so, um, Obviously, it's something that I wrote really resonates with me. And I, I really put my heart and soul into that. Uh, so that's my answer. That's cool.
1: That's what's up. I respect mm-hmm. that. Delaney. <laughs> All right. So mine, I'm going to have to say the Hindemith Bass Sonata. Um, I didn't even
3: know he wrote one.
1: He wrote sonata for every instrument. Jeez.
3: Yeah. He also wrote plays, like nine of them. Yeah, like, I saw I saw one here. of his pays plays plays in, Rotterd- in Rotterdam. It was weird.
0: That, oh yeah, see, I saw that that you, you went that to that the store. Yeah. I didn't. I st- went back to my hotel. Okay. I just were yeah. you at the international? Yes. Oh my. We could. We could. God. He was presenting. Yeah. I presented. We could. Yeah. We could discuss this so later so because, nice. because. Yeah. I was so
3: jet lagged.
0: I never adjust. Did I adjust? I can't. I was
3: so jet lagged. Like I was waking up and like. 12 30
0: you know what happened i procrastinated on the paper the the night before i left so i didn't go to sleep so i slept Uh, on the plane so i woke up i did adjust i woke up in the new time
3: no homie, i was good thursday and the last day was like saturday so like i saw people on friday and saw people on saturday and i'm like oh (laughs) like (laughs) what did you think of it
0: the i've been to ivc before i went to the the previous one okay so my um, first one yeah, I mean it was good. I mm-hmm. my goal is to cons- be able to go to the sessions because yeah. I I present, so was, I'm always just stressed the entire week. I wasn't as stressed this time because when I went to New Zealand, I had to put, they put me on like two masterclasses, mm-hmm. and and I had to present, so I was so stressed out. I didn't go mm-hmm. to anything. Okay. So this time I like I went to a couple of masterclasses. Mm-hmm. I went to like a session, so mm-hmm. it was it was better. You know. What you think?
3: I I felt very weird. I would like go into places and people like look at me.
0: Oh, because you were and, supposed like, to be a celebrity there. I forgot. Yeah, Drew's out here. So,
3: but nobody would talk to me. Like, so really? It was like, yeah, unless I, I the last day I just sat in the lobby for a while and then people came up and talked to me. But like, if I came and like looked at stuff, like people just acted really weird. So I just and I, I was tired. So I was like, yeah, I don't wanna just like you know. I, and they didn't give me anything to do that was the thing like
0: oh really they did,
3: yeah they were just like we wanted you to like make content but it's like up to you and I was like
2: okay but okay. Like, what do you want me to do
3: like you can sign up for master classes or whatever. I'm like but I'm, I'm preparing for an audition so like right I'm, I'm like practicing excerpts like this is not something
0: I don't think fits. there was any like they had like um Roger Benedict there at that the Wellington one so yeah. like I played excerpts in that one But it's like, they didn't have anyone to play extra for. And like,
3: I was, I was doing chamber orchestra excerpts. I wasn't doing orchestra excerpts. So they were different. Yeah. I was playing for Clareton and like, freaking Strauss. Yeah. You know, so it was, was, I just didn't know. And so it was over by the time I like kind of got acclimated. I was like, I bet. But I was so happy (laughs) to meet people. (laughs) internationally mm-hmm. that was really yeah. and everybody was really nice. I just I wish they would have had me do some Q and A's or like yeah, that giving was, me a panel or something.
0: That's weird like to
3: talk. Yeah. Cause like I wanted to talk about my story and like talk yeah. about social media and why it's important. But they didn't really they didn't set up a time for me to like for people to show up to right. see me. Mm-hmm. So like what was I gonna do? Yeah. Right? So yeah it was
0: cool <laughs> 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 how about you delaney well i, s- <laughs> I just said mine.
3: did
1: you sorry yeah i, I said the hindemith it. yeah but i didn't really give like my background on why basically the reason why i say that that embodies me is because that's the piece that i've made like the most growth with mm-hmm. like i've never mm-hmm. first of all it's the the best i've played anything ever but it did not start that way at all yeah it like especially hindemith him there's no piece by Hindemith that I've liked the first, second, or maybe even third time I've heard it. and. Uh, <laughs>
3: wow. Well, can I give you a suggestion? Okay. Uh, Hindemith, opus 18, number 4, for uh-huh. Viola. It's one of the most gorgeous pieces.
1: I'm sure. <laughs> because ever. his piece, the ones, like, even if I don't like them, they they grow on me. Like, Symphonic mm. Metamorphosis, I was like, mm, now? Yeah, Symphonic still- Metamorphosis is... <gasps> Wait,
3: I played it. Before. Boy, I made mean
1: my ears deceive me. I played it. I played, me. it. I played
3: it first. I played it before. I just don't. Oh my God. We need to take the mic
2: <laughs> to the. <laughs> <shop>. <laughs> okay,
1: you
3: Okay, but... singing <laughs> okay, it wrong. But... That would be. It'd be a tough beat. Birds be t- movement.
1: <laughs> the a. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, no, girl. No, mm. y'all. I'm so sorry. I think something problem with juice mic. I I played in I high see, school. See that's the problem. Yeah, oh, I, I haven't. That's that's cool. That was the only time I was a tenth grader. Like, oh. That's why I don't like it because everybody sound like ass. Oh,
0: okay, yeah, it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. Okay. When you think you know what you're doing, all of a sudden you don't. yeah, so, yeah exactly, exactly. I
1: feel like that was like the, the same thing with the bass sonata. Like every time I started a new movement, I was like, what is he trying to do? And then mm. like at some point like i i actually i I was exploring like my practice method and i found something that really worked for me and especially i'm like a very tedious person so i have to pick things apart like one by one and that's what i did when i was when i was studying that sonata and when i picked it apart in several different ways and put it back together it like it clicked for me and even my teacher was like this piece is you like this you like it resonates with you for mm. whatever reason, which I was not expecting at all from Hindemith. Mm. But it, I don't know, for some reason it just clicks. Uh,
3: he grows on boy. you. He yeah. does grow on you. <laughs> what about you? What about you, kid?
0: Okay. <laughs> so mine at the moment mm. is Petty Wap by Young M A. Okay. It's her newest single. Okay.
3: Um, I wait. Is she on Dreamville? I don't know. Who's she? Petty is she? No. Young
0: M A. She's a rapper from Brooklyn. From shout Brooklyn. Out,
3: and is she signed her. Independent.
0: I think she's independent, but she's okay. like pretty popular. She do that song, ooh, like <laughs> okay, we're gonna have to talk. So like, send me, and send when me it's time to the pop, they're no show.
3: No, yeah, I'm pretty, lady, but I'm but local. Listen, hey, you know what? That's my type of girl. Listen, <laughs> pretty, but they local. Lady in the street, but a freaking freaking the bed. <laughs> <Ow>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but I just, I don't know. I like. I like catchy lyrics.
3: Yeah. Turn
0: course. my checkbook into a text. Okay, they're like, turn she's like, no, hang on, no, no. no. She's textbook. like, teacher said we never make it. Uh huh. Uh, but I turn my textbook into to a checkbook.
3: checkbook.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm rich and they hate it. Listen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, if she I, got <laughs> bars.
3: <laughs> Send me the link. Listen. Send like, me the link.
0: I just love her. I love Young M.A., I love her whole aesthetic. She doesn't care. Mm-hmm. Um, and, that's where I'm at right now, you know. I'm not where I want to be uh with Viola right now, but I worked really hard to get to where I'm at. So and that's I'm proud the of Thing you. like you know, I'm teachers, proud like, of you. Teachers were like, Eastman School of Music Eastman. and I was like, Yes, ma'am, here is my acceptance letter yeah. and I so that's for right now.
3: Eastman that's, is big.
0: Like we will see what we're going after. Eastman's big. She has an audition in two weeks. And, Hey, been on a break. Yeah. Don't don't don't
3: be attached <laughs> to the outcome. Mm. Don't be attached. As somebody who's taking a few auditions, like don't be attached to the outcome. Yeah, that's the number one thing. There's no such thing as a good experience or a bad experience. it's Just a learning experience. So, I remember that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just a little bit.
0: Mm. But thanks for playing with us, Drew. Hey, we you. appreciate for it having me. This was
3: super fun. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you, I haven't. Had a conversation about classical music with classical musicians in a long time. It really, felt really good.
2: Yeah. Good, especially
3: people who look like my family. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Y'all look like my cousins. <laughs> gang, gang. <laughs> hey,
0: <laughs> thanks for joining us, Drew. Thanks, thanks for having me. And we're moving on. Okay.
1: And now we are moving on to our Black Excellence segment, where we hype y'all up. <laughs> <laughs> So black excellence this week goes to a sixth grader from Long Island. His name is Jesse Hubs, and he is an incredibly gifted pianist. So um, I saw this story on Fox New York, and basically there's a there's a video of him playing. He's phenomenal and just black boy joy, black boy magic, all of that. Aww. He's literally I'm just like why when i was in 6th grade what was i doing twiddling my thumbs saying hey oh he's so
0: cute yes.
1: <laughs> well um he's incredibly talented and he's he he hopes that one day he can tour like as like his career and he wants to play concerts and he he wants to play at the lincoln center and carnegie hall and he's just incredibly inspiring mm-hmm. you know that cuz you a lot of the times you see kids like like especially black kids who are growing up in situations where they don't have access to this or, mm-hmm. and you don't see as many like prodigies and just kids who are able to like cultivate their talent in in this way and it's totally possible right so to see him out here zone it up <laughs> is super inspiring and I'm just I'm just trying to get like Jesse that's 2019 <sighs> for me Okay, we're gonna be on episode twenty three, still talking about so in twenty nineteen <laughs> gonna be like your New Year's resolutions are dead, Delaney. <laughs> they're na- Nah, not we gonna
0: get there. We're not there yet. But we're gonna get there. Exactly. <laughs> so we're ready to get out of here. Sister, do you have a piece of the week? Uh yes. So <laughs> my piece of the week. <laughs> mm.
1: Are y'all still subscribed or? <laughs> Don't um, give up on us. <laughs> my piece this week, I don't like how you was like. I told Katie, I was like, You can agree with my piece this week. And she's like, I doubt it. Wow, you're thinking it's a Prokofiev and WC mashup or something. <laughs> what, what would that, that even sound like? Sound like? <laughs> it sounds like death My your door.
0: I'd rather remove my eardrum with a butter knife. While well, we got a couple butternuts in the kitchen, if Can you really you, bout it, what's the piece? If you really bout I'm it, I'm ready to go home. What's the piece? If you really bout I, it, please tell us the piece. <laughs>
1: <laughs> tell the piece. <laughs> I'll I'll link a poll in the description whether or not y'all think that Katie should actually just the piece say what she need like what is the piece I'm getting there (laughs) you're not gonna let me talk so oh father god (laughs) so the piece is based off of one see I told you you was gonna agree to me because like I know Be- late Beethoven was lit. However, I know Beethoven won. It sounds like Beethoven before he realized, oh, I'm, I'm Beethoven. However,
0: is gorgeous the beginning. Okay, Beethoven is a genius because first of all, he's like, uh, who starts, who starts a piece on a dominant, and it's not the right dominant. <laughs> and he and he's like, he keeps mm. joking with y'all, like, is this it? Is this the key? Is this the key? Is this? And then he finally, he gets you to the key, like so late like you finally get i think c major right? you're talking about keys, and you're talking about yeah c major though. you finally get the c major literally like five minutes ago. <laughs> and he's like <laughs> beethoven is a finesse. he's like oh yeah i thought y'all that's what his mother was a more he had a
1: little, little, had little him. yeah yeah mm-hmm. because no, we love
0: to a finesse <laughs> i man i love that symphony i have to go listen to it yeah the beginning with the Da
1: di da di da eh, da da da. That gets me every <laughs> single time. It's oh, so gorgeous.
0: <laughs> it goes. Oh shoot! No, I gotta listen to that tonight.
1: That part with the low strings, where it's just gorgeous. Yeah. Right. Hey. 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 I don't
0: even feel I'm gonna tell you what the flutes are doing. <laughs> That's right. what I hate about being a violist because everyone, the violin always be singing. I'm always, I never know the melody.
1: <laughs> right, and then, and then when we sing stuff together, all you get is the bottom and the middle. <laughs>
0: You're like, what is all I'm getting is the downbeats and the offbeats, but the violence can cool it because they always be looking at you like, So that's what y'all doing? I'm like, Yes, and you would have nothing without right. us, right? Meanwhile, y'all
1: on the floor in shambles, all 36 of y'all are doing
0: different tempos without <laughs> us, so. exactly. So, next, how do we get here? <laughs> we always reading somebody for no reason,
1: Literally no one did anything to us, <laughs> who hurt us. We are defense now. What you're not gonna say about my instrument, hey,
0: hey, hey. say something again. we squaring up. Right? We're doing hey, another thing. Hey, who scared? We
1: foggy froggy. <laughs> somebody was listening to the podcast and they were like, Y'all crack each other up, don't you? <laughs> and meanwhile, their face was sh- straight.
0: I think, I think people would be terrified to know that. The po- I mean, we really could record the podcast at any moment because this is just a lady and i's conversation. Like we'd be
1: the- at the table. I'm like, we should have just set the mic up here. Like literally. This <laughs> is how, I, I know we're a lot. However, <laughs> just be glad that you're not friends with us because we would be so much more.
0: Ask our friends. Because now
1: we have we have inside information about your life. Now we're pulling specific references. <laughs> we're going even further. We have
0: your number. We can contact you. Like FaceTiming 20 times a day. <laughs> Crimain, There's always a time if we, if both of us on the phone. Crane Kermaine, Crane is always <laughs> he zones out somewhere around somewhere around the hour. Mark Crane is like, all right, y'all. So I'm going to bed. I'm like, Crane it's seven o'clock. He's like, I'm sorry like, It's seven a.m. Meanwhile, he's like, I'm. good it's my bedtime. <laughs> oh my god! I
1: know her a lot. However, y'all bear love with us, us right?
0: <laughs> gang, gang, classically okay. podcast, gang, oh classically podcast. You're not gonna come from me. <laughs> First of all, I speak fast. The blue Podcast. Gang. gang. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Class B Podcast, where we talk all things. Classic music. I tell you what Marcos are talking about. Those are three words. I'm like, if you don't leave me alone, <laughs> yeah, I speak fast and my words don't come out all the time. Those are three words. Three words. It's one nice. word closely podcast. It, it, right. It's one hashtag clubs. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all it. we're leaving We're not He's even talking We're, we're not con- talking about con- anything We're not
1: talking about Beethoven 1 anymore <laughs> <I forgot what's- laughs>
0: Listen Don't forget to check us out at-, at Social media classical Black Podcast That was three words And <laughs> Follow us on Instagram Facebook um, Twitter and- Twitter All yeah. that You know we out here yeah. In these Social media streams. Yeah. here like Swimwear we- What you got We got it Bye y'all
1: <laughs> Bye <laughs>